0: State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.
1: Mantra, do you know what I need? I need to walk in these streets in my BA swag. You know what I'm really looking forward to? First of all, be your own brown boost. What an awesome phrase. I cannot wait to wear that on my chest like Superman. What I'm really excited for though is I am a sweatshirt and like hoodie girl. So the classic Brown Ambition logo sweatshirt has my name all over it. But where can I go? Where can I find it? I was hoping you would ask young Tiffany. Tiffany, get your Brown
0: Ambition swag at brownambitionstore.com. Five years in the game, we finally have merch for you guys. So get your Brown Ambition hoodie, your Brown Ambition crew neck tee, get a onesie for your littles. We got toddler tees. Oh my goodness, there's something for everyone. Be your own Brown Boost t-shirt for sure. We have a Brown Ambition mug, which my family is most excited about. Um, I had to do the 15-ounce size for my big sister because she drinks coffee like nobody's business.
1: So you know on the budget needs to write? Any special offer? Oh, I'm also so very glad you asked
0: that question, Tiffany. Yes, with Brown Ambition 15, that's promo code Ambition 15 all one word, you can get 15% off your order at
1: brownambitionstore.com. I can't wait to see y'all in these BA streets, repping BA fam with your BA swag. Hey, 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 <laughs> 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 we're back, we're black, we're brown, and bishop. Hey, Angela, how are you?
0: Hey, Tiff, doing good, hanging in there. Eight more days. <laughs> <laughs> I know. With my Honestly, math right for Wednesday? I don't know, it's Monday right now. Do the math.
1: Very, I know. <laughs> six more days when you're listening to this. Oh, my God. I know. I am not happy with Superman because I had my paper about it, so I ordered it ahead of time. I had mm-hmm. it, and he decided he was going to quote unquote help me because I told myself I wasn't going to put it in the envelope and lick it and whatever until I was really really sure I did what I was supposed to do because I didn't want to make any mistakes. Mm-hmm. So he had not filled out his ballot, so he saw mine next to his and decided I'm going to help Tiffany out and put her ballot in, inside her envelope and lick it. And he. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why do they try to be helpful? <laughs> I don't
1: even know. Honestly, I was. I didn't know whether was to laugh or scream. I was like, "Why did you?" Why'd you touch my envelope? He's like, and then he was like, he was all chill about it, like, oh, my bad, babe. I thought I put your um, ballot in the envelope. I didn't. It's empty, but I licked it, so it's closed.
0: Oh, so there was nothing in it.
1: He closed an
0: empty ballot.
1: Yes. (laughs) And I said, sir, I... He's like, we could just get you another one. That's not how that works. That's not... That's not how. So... Now, I'm trying to see, like, what early voting looks like in Jersey, if there's a place to go, or if I'm just going to have to go vote on Election Day. Yay. Um, but of course, His ballot is, I mean, I said, why touch mine? Why not mess up yours? <laughs> you know? So, yeah, he's like, I mean, I, I'm sorry. So, I was just literally ragging him about it again this morning because he did it, like, like, a couple days ago. But, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I'm going to vote. I have to vote. It is not mm. an option. But I just definitely was, like— excited that I could, you know, just like drop it. I wasn't even going to drop it in the mailbox. I was going to drop it in like the special voting, you know, boxes to be on the super safe side. So those dreams are shattered. So, you know. He might have (laughs) just cost you hours of your life
0: (laughs) because it took me four hours to vote early yesterday in my county. But you can go to iwillvote.com. Is it .com or .org? I think it's .com. And they have all the information about voting early. I didn't realize this is a new thing for New York. I'm in New York State, you're in Jersey, but in New York, they, this was like the first election, I don't know about ever, but definitely not in 2016, you couldn't vote early. It just seems so basic, you know, giving us the option to vote a little bit early, but everybody and their mama went to vote this weekend and there weren't that many locations to vote early. Um, and I saw the line and I was like, okay, maybe two hours. I had my little book and had some podcasts lined up. I went with all my Brown Ambition swag because I was Mm like, this is like free advertising. They're all going (laughs) to (laughs) be, you know how you have nothing to do, but people watch. (laughs) Like, even if they don't say anything, they're going to see our logo. Anyway, um, so I was rocking my BA swag and four hours later, I finally, finally got to vote. I hope it is not that long for you. I really do.
1: Yes, I mean how I many we'll see. I uh, We shall see. Yeah. Um I mean I hopefully I mean I I've, I've been I voted there for like the last like what two years or whatever. So it, it hasn't been crazy. The last time I voted like in the midterm elections it wasn't too too bad. So I'm just hoping that you know I'll go there super early and then you know it is what it is. Either way I'm doing it, there's no Yep. It's no if, friends or buts. And I think I'm actually going to drag him be like, oh, no, you're standing with me. I know you have your people. You're you're coming. <laughs> that is too funny. I posted on Insta and Twitter
0: about the four hour wait. And the like the most common comment I got was, oh, the poor, you know, people who are elderly or disabled, they have to wait that long. I can't believe that. Actually, they don't at least. I mean, I think this is pretty standard for all polling locations, but if you are disabled or you have an elderly relative, don't let them think that they have to stand up and wait because I know that will dissuade a lot of elderly voters from going. You can easily skip the line. At our polling location, they had a separate line for the elderly, disabled, or even immunosuppressed. So if you have you know, diabetes, a heart condition, asthma, some kind of respiratory you know, problem, tell the poll workers that you have a condition and And skip the line, like do it, (laughs) because I was just worried that my posting that it took four hours would potentially, you know, convince people maybe not to go because they don't have the time. And frankly, it's really fucked up that it took four hours because, you know what, a lot of people don't have the time. They don't have a spouse to watch the baby or they have to work or, the you know, even the polling hours at the location I went to were short. They were like five hours, 12 to five. If you couldn't make it, oh, well. You know, and this is the way it is and it sucks. These are signs of voter suppression. I just hope that, I hope that things get better. Um, I just wanted to clarify that in case anyone was feeling like they did not want to spend all that time in line.
1: Yeah, it's worth it. Like literally, it's so (laughs) worth worth it. it. I mean, I have all you know, elections always feel a little bit anxious, but obviously Mm. this is more anxious than anything, any other election. You know, it's so crazy. I've never seen this push for voting ever. Mm. In my, I don't even know, what, 20 years or 20-something years of being able to vote, everywhere you turn, it's like, okay, vote. <laughs> don't you forget to vote now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everywhere you, I mean, everywhere you go, you can't be on Instagram. You can't be on Facebook. You can't be on Snapchat. You can't TikTok. You can't anything without it being like, so uh, you voted? So that, <laughs> I that wish is- I could
0: tell Mark Zuckerberg, I did it. Leave me alone now. It's <laughs> <these>, like pop-ups. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh my god! So. It's good though. I
0: the ex, you know, it did have this. Like, ha- I was a little pissed because I got there early and I waited four hours, and it was about an out like three hours into my four hour wait when like the mister S- the Mister Softy truck pulled up, and then the barbecue truck pulled up, and I was like, "Oh, now you're gonna have a party when I'm almost done." <laughs> like, um, it was it was pretty funny. People started playing music. It felt like it really. I mean, I'm a little uncomfortable talking to people at the polls because I don't. I just don't want to. I take it seriously that you're not supposed to influence or try to influence anyone before you go vote. It just, to me, it's like a sacred process. I don't want, and but people were pretty loudly, like, and I come from a progressive county, so people were pretty, um, you know, bashing Trump blatantly in the line. Um, anyway, but it felt very, like, festive, and that oh, was it's nice. Good. It's nice to see that it, people are doing it genuinely because they're excited to exercise their right to vote. Yes, Um
1: it's the it's the biggest thing you can do. It is the biggest thing you can do right now. I mean, and just at the end of the day, you know, it. <gasps> so
0: what I just realized the next time we're well, no, we're going to record before election day. Okay, how are we going to do that? We're going to rec- we're going to be recording in a different world than I know the Wednesday after. <sighs> okay, we'll we'll figure it out on Monday. <laughs> just, <laughs> my heart just stopped. <laughs> like, Am I going to talk to you before what's gonna I know, happen? I know. It is going to be like, so hey, girl, hey. <laughs> hey, 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 see you, the see nerves you on the other sh- side. <laughs> Listen, my, I need some serious... I had to call my 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 shrink... Do they call them shrinks? Whatever. Call my therapist, and I was like, I the stress dreams are returning. Mm.
1: My anxiety
0: is like, it's creeping back up there, all because of this damn election. Um, it's just the anticipation, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, i I've just been so uh busy and it's just been like definitely stuff at, on the, the budget to front has definitely like ticked up so it's just been like overwhelming, overwhelming, overwhelming I actually had I was like, is this a panic attack? And I actually called my friend Avita and um because I saw her she had posted on um her Instagram they're like oh I'm in the most beautiful place in the world. Avita um and she's open about it so I can share. Avita is the founder of No Madness, which is a black travel movement and she's amazing. And so but she's open about her Therapy, and then her bouts with anxiety, and I saw that she was in Bermuda scouting out locations for for their next conference in like a year or so, and um, she was sharing sharing that how even though she's in this beautiful place, that she had an, an uh, anxiety attack. So it made me reach out to her, and I was like, I think that's what I don't know if it was an anxiety attack or I was just feeling anxious. I felt so overwhelmed, and then like really teary. I just kept like bursting into tears, and I'm like, what's going on, Tiffany? Because it, it was, I mean, nothing bad, I mean, aside from, you know, the world is on fire. But I'm talking about as far as internally, it was happening. Mm. Like, it's not like anyone is sick. If anything, I've actually felt, you know what it felt like? I felt like I told somebody that I really like kittens, and then they gave me 30. Mm. Like
0: and that's Like the cookies.
1: What it, yes, like the You know, it just felt so over, like, it's a good thing, but I... I I don't, I don't know that I can manage all these good things. It's just too much. It's too, And I don't want to even say too much. And then if I'm not being grateful, I just, so I just, lose was like every 10 minutes, I feel like I was bursting into tears. I'm like, it's pretty, I think this is anxiety. <laughs> so I, call, yeah. I called the meeting, And she's like, well, um, how do you know if you're, you know, I told her, I, said, I think I'm having an anxiety attack. And she's like, well, what makes you think that? I said, cause I'm crying right now. I'm crying right now. What right, are we talking I'm crying. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> mm. So, um. Yeah, I mean, so, and I realized it was just me, It would not just, but it was definitely feeling overwhelmed because I, as I started to take things off my plate, like there are some things that were upcoming that were due. So as I started to complete those things, I felt like with each thing done, I felt better. And it's just like a reminder to me to like take a moment or to learn to stagger things because like I said, it was good things, but it was just so many things that I couldn't even... I mean, there's only like I love chocolate chip cookies, but there's only so much you can eat before you make yourself sick. And I felt like, okay, I I'm on cookie number five, and I think I'm feeling ill. And so, yeah, so I don't know. Do you you you've shared you've gotten anxiety attacks before, right? Oh, I mean, I've always been
0: I've coped with anxiety my whole life. Like I remember being a little kid and not being able to sleep. And as an adult, I can recognize, oh, I was a super anxious child. I was always like. If my mom and I had a fight and she went to the grocery store, I'd be like, oh, she may never come back. And I would just, you know, stay up all night waiting. Anyway, as an adult, I've coped with it pretty well. But when I had my baby, yeah, it was really, really difficult. So I think I, I've, I've been transparent too. I... I had already been in therapy before I had the baby because I kind of felt like I might need to get myself situated, and I'm so grateful that I did. And then even therapy wasn't enough. And then around, Mm. I don't know, early in the year, I started taking an anti-anxiety medication. That's been very helpful to me. Um, But even that, like lately, you know, it's it's not a silver bullet, and... I continue to go to therapy weekly and I also have a psychiatrist that I check in with about monthly. And she was the one I had talked to last week because I was like, listen, I'm not sleeping anymore. I'm having the same nightmares. Mm. I'm waking up sweating. You know, I feel like, um it's I feel like I'm going back the wrong way. And her first question was, you know, how much time do you take for self-care? And I said, Well, you know, I I do things for myself, you know, I'll go to the grocery store or Ride the Peloton. And she's like, so, but what about like for you? You know, where is your quiet time? Where is your time for yourself? And I say, like, and I and I, I don't know. I I've I felt a little defensive because I I want to have figured it out. Like I want to be the person who eight, nine months into quarantine has like figured out the balance, but I just haven't, you know. I mm-hmm. just there isn't time for myself. The the little time that I do have, I try to squeeze in something so I can feel productive. Um Anyway, all that is to say, I'm still on my journey with anxiety. And while she did, uh, we didn't change my anti-anxiety medication. But I am going to start going back on this um, little, uh, just a small dose of something to help me sleep at night while I need it. Because I can't function when I don't sleep. Like it's, it's bad for everybody. But I also recently in the past two weeks have started to do a sleep meditation at night. I have an app.
1: Mm, um it's actually that, me too me too As calm
0: do you do calm I don't do calm because I I, I realized Peloton offers all these different meditations okay. so um and I already pay for it so <laughs> um although calm is not that expensive what is it like I almost got calm early in the in the pandemic it was like what 60 bucks yeah for, for the like year a year or something, something like, like yeah, that because mm-hmm. like a story time at night I know I I did like a trial and I think Matthew McConaughey read me a story and I was like, I can't sleep to this shit, but okay. (laughs) Um, But the Peloton app or any meditation, I was shocked that it, I was like, what spell has she, this woman put on me? Cause I would just drop off to sleep within 15 minutes. Um, It doesn't stop me from like waking up with the like sweats and stuff, but it helps me get to sleep. So meditation kind of sort of is working, but listen, I don't have any particular answers, but I do completely know exactly what that feels like. And I'm sorry that you're going through that. I really am.
1: Yeah, Um, I feel much, 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 much better now because a lot of the things that were so overwhelming, I've done. I've checked it off the list, but I'm mm -hmm. just like, I don't want to go back there. So how do I make sure I don't like, and it's hard because it's like, Honestly, it's nothing—it'd it, be one thing if it was like, oh, gosh, I have to do this thing I hate. It's like, oh, my gosh, that's an amazing opportunity. Oh, my God, that's, a, that's another me. Oh, oh, oh my—and then it's like, oh my, when am I going to sleep? When am I going to hang out with Jarell? It's, so it's more so that. I I, I liken it to, like, when me and Jarell first got—like, when we actually were, like, standing up to get married, I remember I thought I was going to throw up. I wanted to, like, run away because I was—you know, the, the feeling I felt and I feel kind of now is that— There is a huge transition happening and I'm kind of afraid of it, even though I know it's a good thing. Like I knew I wanted to marry Jarell. I I said Jarell, but whatever. Y'all be nosy anyway. Superman. I knew I wanted (laughs) to marry Superman. And I did. I mean, we've been dating for a number of years, but I also knew, okay, we're getting married. We're stepping from one place to the next. It's like the difference between going from 6th grade to 7th grade. So what? Still in middle school, but you go from 8th grade to ninth grade, still a year, but now you're in high school. And that's what I've been feeling like that. The things that are happening are a clear signal that I am no longer where I was before, where it was so comfy. And so I know that it's a good thing because it means that I'm taking what we're doing to the next level but it's also a new place so I'm a little nervous because I'm like well I've never been here before I just gotten really comfortable where we were before so it's more so that um, yeah but I mean all Are in you all you still using
0: your um, we haven't talked about your coach in a while oh yes
1: I decided to bring him on coach. for a year
0: mm-hmm. okay what yep. what do they have to say about it I forget if it's a he or a he or
1: um he I didn't even, because, so we, we, it's been like a month and a half. So we're actually like working out like the, the contract. So, but I'm, I'm bringing him on for a year. We haven't had this, we, we talked about it a little bit. And he definitely tells me that like, I hold back too much, like so many women and that like, I need to like step into my dopeness. And he's <laughs> like, it's okay, Tiffany, to say you're the shit. Sometimes I'm like, ah, don't say that. I'm not. He's like, it's okay. <laughs> so that's part is really hard. Um, but like, so that's, those were conversations we used to have earlier. So we have not, so it was a three month contract, but it was, it went so well. I'd said, let's do it for a year, but like there's, there's components to work out. So although we've had kind of like light conversations, we're waiting to like sign before we start back up again. What I like, it's not just me coaching with him. It's also him, his team also integrates into my team just like before. So I'm excited about what that looks like. Um, Hmm. But yeah, so like I said, it's just, it's just, I'm, I was a kid in school that sometimes got B's on purpose because A's brought too much attention. Oh. You know, you know what I mean? Like, oh. and, and, and not attention meaning like from the teacher, but too much. I want, you know, the wrong word is attention. Expectation.
0: Yeah, expectation. Yeah. Yes,
1: because I remember when I got straight A's for the first time, my dad was like, uh uh-huh, so you can get straight A's. I don't <laughs> want anything else. And I was like, oh, the pressure. Do I you like feel ne- like
0: the stakes are high? You're afraid to yes. fail? Yes. Like it's a Well, not deal. so much to
1: fail, but to, yes. And also too, like, what if it don't really work out like people are expecting? I, I kind of like being like, underdog Tiffany. I'm just, you know, I'm doing it scrappy Tiffany, you know? But then now it's like, oh, you're mainstream Tiffany. Well, of course you're going to do that. That's it. So I, I I don't know. I just think that um, I'm just struggling with the transition because it's the end of the beginning, and it's mm-hmm. the beginning of the middle. And it's very clear that that's what's happening with the things that are happening. Like, I, like you're no longer—and I'm not—I mean, we're 10 years old, so we're not, like, I guess a startup as far as, like, you know, years in. But it's more so I—it's a—we have officially elevated to the next level. And remember I told you before that— um. I don't know if you remember, but I told you maybe like uh, like a, a couple of years ago, or a year or so ago, I said that I want to write a business book called like Do Good. But I was like, I'm not going to write a business book until I'm making at least eight figures. Like, that's crazy. I want to make at least $10 million. And that was like a year ago. We're there now. And I'm like, okay. And that's just with one business. And so it just, it you know, there are people who work for me. This is all they do. Many people who work for me, this is all they do. So there's that too of like making sure like, you know, We've never been late with payroll, and we're not going to be. And, you know, I mean, I I'm, I have six months' worth of savings in one company and, like, three and a half, four months' worth of savings in another and, 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 and similar in another. So I'm always really mindful of things like that. But it's just, I, I used to be a preschool teacher, you know? And so sometimes I'm just like, ah, uh, I'm still figuring it out. And so yeah so but uh, but I also have learned one thing I've like learned through all this is to lean into help around me, so I've gotten much better at that so, yeah, I think people think that because you've reached a certain level, you figured it out. I don't know anything every every day, I'm like, I think so, let's try it. Everybody on my team knows that I'm a let's try it and see what's the worst that can happen as long as nobody dies, that's my only rule as long as you know, should we switch the colors of the blog? I'm like, will anybody die? They're like Tiffany now. I'm like, well girl, switch the colors. What the hell? Who cares? Not who cares, but we can always switch it back. You know, so yeah. yeah, I guess it's just it's it's growing pains. And, you know, because of good like I said, good things are happening. But it's just it's a it's a space that I dreamt of before. You ever dream of something? It's like you wanted that Nintendo, but you don't think your mom's really gonna get you a Nintendo, and then you get it and you're like, Wait, what? I'm actually getting a Nintendo. Is this real life? And so that's the space I'm in. Like I said, I'm really grateful, you know, but also sometimes like, you know, overwhelmed um, because I also know that there's more to come. um, And then there's more expectations that come along with that. Well, I, part
0: of me feels like you, it's time to get like a mental hype person, someone who can help you deal as these opportunities come your way? And I guess I also feel like, you know, whether that's a therapist or like, a, you know, maybe it's this business coach that you have. But I'm like someone I like I know there are incredibly like who coaches Serena Williams? Like who helps her when she's feel because I know she feel, probably doubts herself. Like, who is that? You know, I feel like people even at the highest levels must have some help. But I also feel like your willingness to to your willingness to say, I don't know, but I'll try it is also the reason you've been successful and will continue to be successful. And part of me is just like, and you're kind of, I can hear you listing out the facts, the reasons, the logic of why, you know, you're doing well. And I just feel like whenever you're having those doubts, just hit yourself with the logic, like literally 10 years of work has shown that you are more than capable and you earned, you know, the spot that you're in today. You've done more to get to where you are today than a lot of people have who have reached your level and beyond, you know, like you have put in the the blood, sweat and tears. We've got five years of evidence in this podcast, right? (laughs) Five years, 240 episodes Mm -hmm. um, to chronicle that journey. And uh, but what what you're going through, I think is so human and so real. But I also feel like People need you. You've got (laughs) to like the hero in the movie is scared shitless, but they still gotta beat the bad guy. And I kind of feel like (laughs) we need the hero. Like the people like millions of people need to know you and they will and you will read you will like you'll you'll you will meet the moment where it's at. It's freaking it sounds like scary and all that and it will be, but people are waiting on you. They need you. Like America needs you. No pressure,
1: no pressure. No pressure.
0: Um, but yeah, so let's, while, while you're talking about your success, I mean, I, was this going to be your boost or can we talk about it now?
1: Your Um, GMA segment. (laughs) Oh, that was going to be my boost.
0: (laughs) Okay. We can save it. We can save it. We can save it. (laughs) Let's save that a little, uh, for, for your boost, you guys later on, stay tuned and Tiffany will give us all the behind the scenes details (laughs) on her GMA debut.
1: (laughs) Yes. But uh, all in all though, I don't know if you were listening to, um, I was like uh, listening to like a video that Jaspre, um, um from Minority Mindset on, on YouTube put out and just like how there's just this real, it's weird because it doesn't feel like we're in a recession, but that um, so many people in financial high places, if you will, are just like, although it doesn't feel bad, that it is bad and we won't feel the effects until later. What do you think about that? I just... Um, I don't oh, don't no, don't we're lie. switching
0: real gears. We're switching all the gears. Okay. Yes. Economy. <laughs> Got it.
1: <clears throat> <laughs> I was just watching that spree and I was just like, you know what? I've been feeling like that, honestly, since the very beginning and how people are kind of like walking around all willy-nilly. And I'm like, uh, I, uh, I think I was telling my sister today, I'm like, don't get too crazy, miss. I just went for a spa treatment and this and that. Like, make sure you have your savings, girl. I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, yeah, so, you know, maybe maybe everything will be all fi- fine, but you don't throw a stone in the water and there not be a ripple. And we haven't seen the ripple, which really means it's coming.
0: I mean, I feel like we put a nuclear bomb in the water, and that's the coronavirus pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've, uh, every every good thing financially that's happened and career wise this year has been a, a real blessing from my perspective. But at the on the on the other side, I do feel very much like the squirrel. Squirreling away nuts or the grasshopper. No, the grasshopper was the one who did it, who sang all summer. Anyway, whatever. I do feel like I'm in a protection kind of phase. Like, and even today, the stock market went down a couple percentage points, which sounds small, but it is the biggest decline in a few months now. And for me, I, and at the beginning of the pandemic, I definitely like, you know, we were focused. We were lucky that we had replenished our savings account to where it was after the you know, after our home renovation and all of that. But I feel very much like take your wins while you get them, prepare for the worst, hope for the best. In terms of my investing strategy, I haven't changed too much. I mean, my investing strategy is very much continue putting in a consistent amount of money into the market with every paycheck. Any extra money I get, put a percentage of that into my brokerage account and then let it go. You know, I've got a really good diverse portfolio made up of index funds. Largely, yes, I've talked about my little brokerage account on the side, um, which we are invested in uh, some individual stocks and ETFs and things like that, which is fine. But the bulk of my investments, I feel, I don't. I mean, I'm not going to say confident, but my strategy is what I'm confident in, and I think times like this are when you've just got to stick to your plan. And um, part of my plan is that I have a cash cushion for sure, six months, and. You know, if people feel like now's the time to take on big risks, okay. But um, no, we definitely haven't. We definitely haven't, I don't think, gotten through. There's still no vaccine. I mean, that's why the market was down today. Mm -hmm. Not only is there no vaccine, um, but there's also probably not going to be a stimulus package, maybe even not before the year is over because our, our elected officials are a hot damn mess. They can't agree on anything. The election's a week away, you know? We don't know how that what that outcome is going to be good or bad or not. I won't say good or bad, but uh, you know, Trump or Biden. <laughs> Ugh, I can't. I can't. I there is so much uncertainty. I, yeah, I, I I kind of envy people who can walk through the world like la 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 you know?
1: la. <laughs> you mean toddlers?
0: <laughs> <laughs> toddlers and like really rich white guys. I guess <laughs> hey, everything's great. Everything's fine. Um, I think a lot. There's a lot to be grateful for, and I think one of the the things that requires you know, no therapy, no medication in terms of battling anxiety is to focus on good things you're grateful for and happy about and focus on positive things. And I, some days I'm better at that than most, but I, I just try to stay positive and stick to the plan.
1: Yeah. And that's all we can do. But I definitely want people to, it's almost like with the pandemic and everybody's kind of like outside chilling, it's like, sis, really put your mask on. But the same thing as it relates to your finances, like put your financial mask on, which, to me, is make sure that you are saving, make sure that you are, you're looking at your your budget. And if you had to make a cut, you know where, that, where, where you could, you know, make sure that you are being conservative with your spending, at least for the time being, until we can kind of see where things settle. I just don't want people to, mm-hmm. I remember doing 2008, because I didn't, I didn't really feel the sting of the the Great Recession until the end of 2009. So 2007, as things were kind of like rumbling, I was like, "Mm." 2008, I was like, ooh, it's bad out there. Not for me. Beginning of 2009, the end of 2009, I was like, so where's the unemployment line again? Mm. And I so I basically I say all that to say I had an opportunity to tighten up a little bit to make it easier for me when it was my turn. And I didn't take it because, you know, youth and foolishness. Um, so if you are doing decent right now, you have an opportunity to basically put your mask on, tighten your belt. And so that way, if something does come your way, you you. You have something to lean back on. I just don't want people to to pass up on that opportunity because um, yep. everyone doesn't have it. There's some people who are struggling right now. They're not. They're not having to wait. They're there now.
0: Yes, absolutely. I, I 100% agree. Put your physical mask and your financial mask on. I love yes. that. Put your money mask on, guys. Yes, Ooh,
1: I love that. <laughs> oh, that's a good one for. I think that's a good title. Put your money, money mask. mask on. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> save, save, trim expenses. I am quite proud. Childcare is like the one silver lining. I mean, it's also like the best and worst thing about this year has been I ha- we did not have to spend $2,000 a month on daycare for Rio, which we would have had to do probably around Ooh, May. $2,000 a month. Can you, how many months has it been? Eight times to $16,000. Uh,
1: um,
0: yeah. On the other hand, I have had to figure out how to be a mom uh, during the workday, which is neat. <laughs> but, you know, we haven't paid for childcare. Until now, we are um, a family friend of ours is going to be moving in with us to um, to help with the baby, and we're but it's still a lot, lot, lot less than um, you know we were spending on daycare. So that's one. But I, with that money, I'm kind of like we need to be saving that much money a month um, anyway. But also looking for ways to trim expenses and just to keep saving and investing. And you're right, don't get too comfortable. I don't think I just don't think I'm mentally capable of being that. Um, I don't know. Just that nonchalant about things. I just don't think that's part of my DNA.
1: No, it's not. It's my, not not yeah. mine either, but I know that, well not anymore because I've learned the lesson, but I know yeah. I know what it is to feel comfortable. Human beings are like, you know, when things are good, oh, they'll always be good, and when things are bad, oh, they'll always be bad. So I just wanted to make sure that for if you are fortunate enough where things are decent, to what I do is keep what I call squirrel energy. Like when things are good, squirrels be out there hustling and saving nuts, right? <laughs> And then when things are and bad...
0: pumpkins, apparently.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Raggedy squirrels, right? And then, but when things are bad, squirrels anticipate that one day things might turn a little left. And you know what they do? They're like, you know what? That's why I put up during good times. And I think just just reminding... I always remind myself that that like squirrels are super smart in that they enjoy the good times, but they also put up during the good times. So that way they can... They can You know they can hibernate and and wait out the bad times, and so I just encourage you to do that if you're like I said, if you're because some people they've already lost their jobs, they've already they're already trying to figure out how they're going to pay more their mortgage. They're already there now, so if you're fortunate that you're not there, don't take it for granted.
0: Amen, sister friend.
1: (laughs) Is it time for my favorite time?
0: Questions? Is that what you're asking for? Questions? questions?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with y'all's questions. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Okay, guys, we are back with your questions. Again, hit us up on Instagram. We're at Podcast, or you can also email us directly brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com with your questions. Okay. First question, this is an interesting one. We were just talking about saving and investing, and this comes from a listener who wants to remain anonymous, but she asks, what is the best retirement account for someone who's only a couple of years away from retiring? Would it be best to open a target date fund or an index fund? Interesting hmm. question. She said a couple months away. Couple years. Did I say months? I meant she says years. A couple of years away retire, from retiring. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's difficult. I yeah. know because a couple means two. Let's say five. M- let's just okay. for, for, this inv- for this for this for um, this example's sake, let's say five. Because my I have well, my dad. My dad is sixty, and I keep thinking about what is his retirement plan? And he's, you know, he hasn't, he opened a 401k, but not that, that long ago. Target date fund, I don't even know if they, I mean, you listen, there's no rules about target date funds. Like if you wanted to go and open up a target date fund for like 2025, if that exists, I don't know, probably it does, you could do that it just means most likely that it's going to be really conservative and Mm -hmm. thinking about your time horizon which is so short i mean you can't expect to necessarily make a bunch of money in the next couple of years to be able to sustain it to sustain a retirement Mm -hmm. that being said retirement isn't the end of your life obviously and i wish we knew how long you were saying you were going to be retired or like how long you plan to need money to last you through retirement because, you know, let's say you have 15, 20 years of beautiful life ahead of you, that's a pretty long time horizon for investing. And Mm -hmm. I think it's a myth that people who are older shouldn't be in the market. I think you just need to do it. You have to do it wisely with your time horizon in mind. And yeah, and just be realistic
1: about your expectations. And I'll say this, that ideally, if you're going to enter into an investment that you have at least five years to kind of see something come to fruition. But there's a couple things. One, in retirement, as in, like, if you think, like, I'm just, you know, I'm I'm not going to work anymore. Or is it that, you know, like, I'm not going to work at that job. But it doesn't mean, like, you know, I really like, I don't know, teaching kids how to, like, roller skate or whatever. So you would still have other income coming in. So because... You might just say like, you know, I'm going to be 65 in in two years. But if you don't have enough money set aside to support you, then you will have to continue to work, but maybe just not as much. So just be open to that. There, you know, there's certainly Social Security income that you'll be eligible for, but also you might want to continue to work part time to supplement the fact that your retirement account might not have all that you will need. But a couple of years is not Going to be able to make up for you know like um decades of like um setting aside for retirement but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't set aside something because but like the rule of thumbs typically is that you're when you're looking to invest into the market to give it at least five years to kind of bring something back but even then you know, ten thousand is not going to turn into to one million in in five years. I mean, unless something crazy. What if there are a person who
0: has? This is this is also something that um, I've personally, you know, had people in my family like this. They have a bunch of money in cash, mm. but haven't never invested it. And maybe, may mm. and listen, this is a very thin question with not a lot. But let's just like play pretend. Like, what okay. if this person has? in cash that they have just squirreled away throughout their entire career. And now they're like, well, okay, I want to be sure that this money is, you know, going to last me through retirement. So maybe I should invest a big chunk of it. And how can I do that to ensure that it at least protects me from inflation?
1: Which could be fair, you know? Mm -hmm. No, you're right. Because honestly, if I had not found Anjali, my financial planner, then that would be me with all this money. Mm-hmm. Sitting in a savings account because I was terrified of making a mistake like I did the first time I started investing. So that's that's very feasible. Well, then yes, I you want to I would I would put it in something conservative. Uh, to to Mandy's point, if I probably would still leave myself. Let's just say you are someone I'll, I'll probably leave myself with six months to a year's worth of emergency fund and then put the rest in in, in a um a passive so a a low something with a low um uh, uh what is that thing called Expense ratio? Uh, yes, expense ratio, which is basically the fee that they charge you. So I'll put it in an index fund that's passively managed because passively managed just means the algorithm picks your investments. Actively managed means a human being. And anything that humans get close to costs more money. So mm-hmm. I probably would just put it in a, in a an expense a low, low expense ratio index fund, like maybe like some S&P 500 index fund or um, something like that, or a total market index fund. But I am not your financial advisor or planner or... Whatever. So this is just what I would do for Tiffany, um, mm-hmm. and then and then you know rock out and see like what happens at least to start. But yeah, and it's always best to help your money grow. Money, money to me, not to me, in just general, money is like a tree or a plant. It is a. And if it's not growing, it's dying. Like if your plant is not growing, it's not growing leaves, it's not growing taller, it's not growing right or however your plant grows. If your plant stops growing, that means your plant is dying. And that's literally what happens with the money. It, it must grow because inflation says so. And inflation is when your money is worth less over time and things start to cost more over time. This is why your grandma tells you, when I was your age, baby, I bought a house for $25,000. Of course you did, grandma, because one... could do a lot more back then. And two, houses were cheaper. Over time, your money loses value and over time, things cost more money. And so if your money is not growing to at least keep the pace of that, then your money is is effectively dying. So just keeping that in mind, just general, anyone who's listening, that you want to help your money grow or else you are losing money hand over fist day after day. Because I think the I just was reading the other day that about every 20 years or so, The cost of goods double. So if your grandma bought a house, um, you know, 40 years ago, the house has probably doubled twice. So she bought it for 50,000. That same house is is probably going for about 200,000 right now. So just keep that in mind that you want your money to grow.
0: Yeah. And when we say index funds, again, you know, without knowing your situation, and I I, I honestly feel like this is a really good um, time to maybe pursue a relationship with an investment advisor that sounds so romantic i didn't mean it that way um look up look in your area for a reputable fee only financial planner or investment advisor in your area to work with um and we can post some resources in our show notes to to find someone who's registered in your area and and and, and you know could do your background check and all of that But, you know, when we say index fund, there's different types of index funds. I mean, you could put your money into a bond index fund with bonds. Mm -hmm. They're backed by the U.S. government, which means that they're guaranteed to make a certain um, percentage. And I think right now, especially with things like more conservative deposit accounts like CDs right now and money markets, their rates are so low these days that, you know, a bond et like a bond index fund or bond ETF may be better. Um, for someone who wants to invest, but maybe not be as risky as someone who has a much longer time horizon in front of them. But I I just want to get across the point that it's not too late. And especially if you're in that made up scenario that I created for you, where you have a bunch of money sitting in the bank in cash. Um, You know, you want to be conservative, but I do feel like there's value in investing conservatively, like Tiffany said, to be sure that that money lasts as long as
1: it possibly can for your for your golden years. Mm-hmm. they're golden years. But that was good perspective, uh, Mandra, mm-hmm. about like maybe they have a ton of money and it's just, they just, just... Glass half full. <laughs> yeah. So, it. But it's still, here's the thing. you it, People work, you know, like they, if you enjoy what you do, you know, you don't, you don't I don't plan on sitting down. I mean, unless I get sat down. Um, I, you know, just because I, I've already basically reached financial independence, I guess you could say. And so I, but I, I enjoy working. I enjoy what that looks like. So certainly you can continue to work to support yourself, but also you can enjoy the work as well. So don't feel bad about that.
0: Yeah. Well, let's take another question. This is from the opposite end of the age spectrum, and it kind of just shows you the wide range of ages you listen to our show, which is kind of amazing. This comes from Instagram user. Her name is Ailea, Ailea, which I think she spelled phonetically so that I could say it, which means she does not want to be anonymous. Yay, Ailea. Thank you for your question, Aliyah. She says, due to my financial aid situation and the onset of COVID, I've come across a generous amount of refunds and stipends from my school. I want to do something with the extra money sitting in my savings that will possibly help me out later on. Do you guys have any suggestions for a 19-year-old trying to set herself up for success?
1: Ooh, ooh Aliyah. So Aaliyah. she's in school. She has stipends left over. Some
0: refunds some stipends from the school. So she's got some cash sitting in the bank and is wanting to know if we have suggestions. She's 19, trying to set herself up for success later.
1: Well, I would say first and foremost, Aliyah, just to have your little emergency fund stash, you know, like uh, three months is okay, six months is better, of like your basic bare bowls expenses. So I like to, I don't, when I think of emergency funds, I don't think like, oh, three months of how much I make. I'm like, no, no. If I had to drop down and get my noodle on with my noodle budget, which is just your, if you had to eat ramen noodles budget, if you had to get real cheap budget, how much is that? That does that life cost me? Because my assumption is if you lose your income, you, you should be dropping down to that budget anyway. So multiply that times three, multiply that times six. And if that money is enough, if it, if it's just barely enough to cover that then that was it that's all i would do. i know people don't like to hear save, but that's your first line of defense should something happen. and then if you have money outside of that, i i would i wonder, does she say if she's working? she's just in school.
0: she does not mention if she's working or not.
1: well, if if you were working, i would probably if it was me, i would probably see if i could start an um a Roth IRA and start putting money aside if i was working. Um, because the earlier you can start um, setting aside and investing for retirement, the better. Um, if you're not working, you can certainly just open up a, a a a regular investment account. That's it's not there's no tax advantage there, but you know you could start to set aside money like we, we shared with the other um, um, young woman earlier about looking into putting money to set aside like in a, in an index fund. Or you could start your target date fund, which we've talked about many times on the show. Because you're so young, it will be aggressively invested. And if you didn't know how to do anything, you could, if you put your money in a target date fund and say, hey, I plan on retiring in 40 years, it would invest very aggressively for now, for you for now. And then the older, the closer you got to retirement, it'd become more and more conservative. So that's what I would do. I would save retirement if I'm working and then invest for wealth if I'm not working.
0: I love it. I agree wholeheartedly. You're so young sounds like you're probably early into your college career too. I think you wanna have some savings in the bank just as a cash cushion. I mean, you're also gonna graduate and, you know, I really hope that there's a better job market by the time you graduate, but let's say there isn't, you'll have that cash cushion. Um, And look up all the different, you know, when you get closer to graduation, if you have federal student loans, you know, look up the um, different programs that are there that I hope will still be there when you graduate, where you can um, get on income-based repayment plans to make your student loans more affordable after college. So you don't immediately run through your savings should you need it. You know, you can keep that savings for other expenses or like Tiffany said, invest a chunk of it for your future. Um, But you're on the right track. 19 years old and listening to Brown Ambition. Wow. That's awesome. Could it get any more like the spectrum there? 19 years old in college versus someone who's close to retirement and wanting to invest. Yeah. Love it. Thank you guys so much for your questions. They are the best part about doing this show. Again, hit us up on Instagram at Ambition Podcast. You can sl- send us a DM there and I will read them. And sometimes I respond. And also our email, Podcast at gmail.com. Dot com. <laughs> All right. Ready for a boost and break?
1: It's time to booster or break or boost or break or boost or break, or break break. So I know you said you kind of have a. Break? Do you want to break first or boost first, or should I boost first before you break?
0: I I don't know. What do you What do you want? Do you want me to go first, or do you want to go? Because I'm ready um, either way.
1: If If you're gonna boo, if you're gonna break, I say maybe go first, so if we can end on a lighter note. But okay. if you're going to boost, then we can. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm gonna. Okay. <laughs> if people are confused. All right, let me just get into it. So
0: today, oh man, this man makes me so uncomfortable to look at. it. don't know why, but Jared Kushner. <clears throat> Uh, If you don't know who he is, he is Ivanka Trump's husband. And he is, I don't know, he's got some crazy title in the White House. He's basically like Trump's, one of Trump's right-hand men. And he got on Fox News today and decided to um, talk about, you know, Obama or not Obama. Oh, my goodness. What is happening with my mind right now? Trump, (laughs) Trump likes to say that he has done more for black people than anyone since Abraham Lincoln. Okay. We don't need, you don't need us to fact check that for you. Anyhow, Kushner was on Fox News of all places and decided to imply that he doesn't think Black people want to be successful. And he was essentially saying, you know, we can't want them to be more successful than they want to be successful, which is extremely condescending and problematic on so many levels. But I want to flip that because while this is, you know, so common amongst people who want to roll their eyes at minorities and, you know, whenever someone tries to acknowledge that maybe we were set back at just a little bit of a disadvantage by centuries of systemic racism and slavery and oppression. Um, People like to say that we're just whining and all that. So what I liked about this story is that there's a representative from Arizona. His name is Ruben Gallego or Gallego. Um, I'm not sure how you pronounce his last name. He went to Twitter when this thread, when this um, Kushner interview went viral. And he started this thread, which I thought was so impactful. And he and I'm just going to read his thread because he also went to Harvard, like Jared Kushner. And he basically is like, listen to my story. Let me tell you what I did to get into Harvard compared to what Jared Kushner did. He Mm. says, and this is just like a real quick reading of his thread. And imagine this is all the steps it took him, a minority, to get into the same school as Jared Kushner. My freshman year of high school, I realized the only way to college was going to happen if I did well on my exams. So I bought used prep exam books and started copying exams from the library. That librarian is a close friend to this day. Shout out to Mrs. Conley. I was lucky enough to have a job that let me practice tests in between flipping burgers. I used that money to pay for extracurriculars that would look good on a college resume. Not knowing anyone that went to Harvard, I looked up students in the student directory. I called anyone that had a Latino-sounding name and left messages. A few returned my calls and helped guide me to get ready to apply for college. Junior year, I intensified my practice exams, added more AP exams, became student council president, had my after-school job, as well as other extracurriculars. Senior year, I might be the only student to apply to Harvard using money orders, but I did it. Using a friend's computer to apply, thank you to that family, and I figured out how to do estimated taxes to do the FAFSA. Then, the interview process. First, my interview was on the north side of Chicago at 6.30 p.m. My mom works 5 p.m. downtown. She won't make it back in time to drive. I left school early to take the bus to the interview, take the blue line out, take another bus, and then walk the last mile. My interviewer hadn't ever had an applicant take public transportation to see her. She was surprised when I told her I was taking it back home. She was kind enough to drop me off at the bus stop. Finally, accepted. I was so lucky to have a supportive mom and sisters that encouraged me the whole way. They did countless things to make it happen. Thank you, Familia. Now, let me tell you what Jared did to get into Harvard. His parents paid millions of dollars to get him there. So I won't take lectures about who wants to succeed more from a man who couldn't do it without money from his parents.
1: Microphone drop. Exactly. He did not have the grades nor the SAT scores. But what his parents did do was donate, I think it was $2.5 million to Harvard. It's a lot of money. Here's the thing. And his dad also went to jail. Just saying. Look it up. Yeah. What's so crazy to me, and I know we're preaching to the, like the Brown Ambition um choir here is no. that preach. There is if Jared don't have nothing else, he has the audacity. The white male privilege audacity. You really believe that you are special, that somehow you are where you are because you are smart, that you work hard. That you put yourself in that position, it's just categorically not true. You couldn't even get into college without your parents. $2.5 million, bro? That's expensive for expensive stupidity.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: bro, people, I mean, uh, people have gotten to college for less, okay? It just shows the level of stupidity that you brought to the table that it took Harvard, it took $2.5 million for Harvard to say, okay, we'll let dummy here in here. So that just is crazy to me. You're not here because of your own merit, not even a little bit. That's what I struggle with when I see people who have privilege and talk as if somehow they've earned it. You're not here by your own hand. You're not here because of your merit. You're here because of luck of the draw. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And if you, if I placed you any place else in the world with less, you would come out. You would not come out the same place where you are now. Those people who, like the, the gentleman's tweet that you read, all the grit, all of the the consistency, all the work that he had to do to get where he is, he earned that spot. And so I'm not surprised. You know, I'm just, you know, it's just more of the same, honestly. I've learned not to, it's so easy to go down the the rabbit hole and to get so livid. I was just doing a keynote the other day and I just wish the lady had not asked me this question. She was, we were talking about like race or whatever. And I was telling her about like the whole, my whole house situation, which I actually have really good news. Well, you know, I'm going to say it. I have really good news. Um, so it's funny because uh, I was I was speaking at Big Brothers Big Sis no um yeah Big Brothers Big Sisters I was doing a keynote for their national organization, and I was donating my time and then we I was talking with the CEO and I don't know how we got to talking about race but we ended up talking about how because so many of the kids are are um, black and brown children, and I was sharing how it's so frustrating because it's like you can't outwork racism and I was sharing how you know my house was undervalued and. Even I was questioning myself whether or not maybe I had made too big of a deal out of it that maybe that's just not true until the New York Times interviewed me and took my, you know, took a copy of my my appraisal and had it independently appraised by someone else. And that guy was like, I don't understand why are these the comps for her house? Her house is newly renovated. These comps are not. And two... Why are they labeled her house? I think it's like a C2 instead of a C3. Her house was renovated less than five months ago, which would say a newly renovated house. I think that's like C3, but they have her down for C2, which is a an older house that has wear and tear. Oh, I'll tell you why. Racism. So when I got that report back from the New York Times after their investigative report, then I was like, Tiffany, you're even doing it to yourself. Well, you're like, well, maybe I'm making too much of a deal about it. So anyway, I was telling her that, and I felt so bad because I felt like I was bringing that anger with me during my um, during my speech. And it, I just say all that to say that it can be so. What can you do, you know? And I said I was like, the only thing you could do is like write a damn law. I can't write laws, and don't you know that day, the angel. Angela V. McKnight, who you might remember her from the Budget Nista Law, she is the Assemblywoman of um, in Jersey City, who reached out to me and said, um, "I want to I want to write a law about education and about financial education." And we worked together to create the Budget Nista Law, which makes it mandatory for middle school students to learn financial education in school. She said, "I've been following your story about you posting about you know how um, you know." Um, like what happened to you and, and your home and how this is this is a pandemic, an, an epidemic for black and brown people and how their homes are underappraised. She said, I want to write a law. Can you imagine, Mandy? I literally just said, there's nothing I can do. I can't make a law. And she's like, let's make a law. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she actually sent me something to read. I hope I'm not preemptively, but whatever. I mean, it's going to be public soon. But that... <sighs> finally something to do. I hate this Jared Kushner thing because I feel like there's nothing to do there. He's an idiot. And I mean, literally not just an idiot. Cause he said it, he's an idiot. He didn't get into Harvard. He's, and he's an idiot, you know? So I, but there's nothing, there's no place to push that energy. But here I can proactively say, I'm going to work on this law with Angela. I'm going to make it illegal for you to, to appraise someone's house lower um, because of their race or gender or anything else. And then I'm going to blast that law anywhere. So anywhere, unfortunately, I, I'm right now I am only I only have access here to New Jersey, but I'm letting everyone know if your appraiser comes to the house and he on that bullshit, okay, let him know there's a law in place. So think once, twice, thrice, okay? So I just say there's a happy ending to things like, like this that... You know, I try not to focus so much on like the things that I can't change because it it's it's overwhelming and it's it's counterproductive for me. But Jared Kushner as well as Ice T are both idiots. Ice T, I feel like they <laughs> count on our
0: they count on our cynicism. They count on the you know the like people in my neighborhood. I mentioned I live in a mostly black neighborhood. It's it's been here for since the mid uh, or sorry the early 1900s. Uh, of like one of the oldest middle class black neighborhoods in um our county and when I mentioned the fact that, you know, I was talking to our, um, someone who's on the, the the local town board and I was saying, you know, I think this is why home values here are so low. He's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, you're, who are you telling? We know that. <laughs> but it's it's almost like a joke. It's almost like, yeah, we know that's just, you know, that's the way it is. And I think people count on that. And And I think you're right, Tiffany, like we need, they need, we need to have the energy. We need to talk to our local officials, you know, you're in Jersey, but This is happening across the nation. So contact your local legislator. Like contact, they represent you. They're meant to. It's more convenient if we don't think that they do anything for us because then we don't bother them with our phone calls and emails, you know. But I think we have to. We have to speak up and share our stories. And um, and I think this is a really good example of that is when you... Find someone when those two things meet. some a citizen who has a story to share that is, you know, blatant racism, systemic racism, you know, holding someone back from, from financial uh, success. And then you have a, a lawmaker who's willing to do the work, um, yeah. which is... Which is rare, but shouldn't be. So yeah, I think that's a great like, call to action, Tiffany. If you have a story out there or something similar, maybe it's not a home appraisal, maybe it's something else. Maybe you got denied for a small business loan mm-hmm. um, or something like that. Or you wanted to start a business and you were denied a permit for something. Contact your local officials and make a big stink about it. You know, Don't let your cynicism be to their gain.
1: And you know what we can and maybe it might be nice honestly to because I did a live one time with with Angela to talk about how do you get a law passed. And I said that. She was like, girl, if you think something is wrong, reach out to me. But she's like, it's not just me. So if you are like, hey, I don't like the fact that this is happening you know, you can reach out to your local um, 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 legislators and and say, hey, what can we do? I would love, honestly, we might think about having her on, so that way we can actionize people to say, if something is wrong, here's the the type of people. There's there's um, assembly women. There's I don't know, like what other who other pe- what other people you can reach out to get laws created and passed and all that kind of stuff, but. I, w- I would love to have her on to walk us through the process of if something is wrong and you reach out to your assemblywoman or whomever and then this is the process. I think it would be because I, I want people to feel like they can do something, not mm-hmm. just feel like they are a victim of, but that know that there are other assemblywomen, not quite like Angela because she's amazing, but uh, but there are other people out there who want to know how to make this world better and they will put their energy and might behind it. So I think she might be like a great guest to have to talk about like, you know, you know, a a political episode.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, that sounds amazing. I love it.
1: Yeah, because she's, honestly, she's amazing. She just... I've never seen anyone like Angela. She is more, I have to Google it, but I think last time I checked, she was like the lawmaker in the last whatever number of years that has gotten more laws passed. She she got the crown law passed in New Jersey, which is means you can't be, you can't be discriminated against um because of your natural hair as a, as a black and brown woman. She's amazing. So I just think she is a, a real advocate for this community and not just talk someone who was like, oh, you know what, that's not right. You know what? Let's put a law in place. And, is, and knows how to navigate the system because getting a law passed is not easy. It's, you can't just have your side agree. She she knows how to to present it in such a way that most, more than just you know she's a Democrat more than just the Democratic. Um, um, representation thinking like this is a good idea so so yeah i think that would be great and and actually i'll see how soon she could come on because it might be perfect for like the the episode right after the election results to talk about depending on what happens like here's what you still can do either way you know well, I'm really, that sounds
0: amazing. I really wanted to have the founders of this organization called Higher Heights on. So okay. I don't know if you've heard about Higher Heights, but, but we can talk about it offline. But Higher okay. Heights, and even if you guys just want to do a quick Google, this is an organization that essentially, you know, kind of like Emily's List, but on a smaller scale for black women, especially in helping black women ascend and, um, and, and basically get elected. Um, So they look for Black women who are looking to get elected, looking to run for office, local office um, in their areas, and basically helps them. So um, they're a really, really fantastic organization. And I love that idea. Maybe like a post-election, you know, forget, like, I want Joe Biden to be the last white guy we have to look to save ourselves. You know, like, it would be, I mean, like, I love Joe, but like, let's figure out how to save ourselves. And it's organizations like Higher Heights, and there's other ones out there, too. People like Angela, what's her last name, V.
1: Mm-hmm. Angela
0: V. McKnight. V. McKnight. Um, I almost said McPhee. Close. <laughs> yeah. um, Angela V. out there who are, yeah, making it happen. That's that's a good idea. Let's,
1: yeah. uh, let's make Yay. it happen. Yay. Power, power, power to the people. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, meanwhile, I'm like, you know what? We turned that We waiting on your ball. boost. <laughs> I know. Okay. So, the bo- I forgot. i was like, Okay, bye, guys. No, well, my boost. Honestly, it's I'm excited. I was on Good Morning America for the very first time. Were I mean, I was you? On Good... Just kidding, girl. <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. girl so you I know was I watched all on... eight minutes and forty three seconds. <laughs> Yo, it was so interview.
1: crazy. So here's the thing about Good Morning. I was on Good Morning America literally years ago for like two seconds. I think I asked a question. They were like looking for people to ask a question. I was like, I have a question I want to ask, but no. This time around, it was so special because well, one there's a video. Robin Roberts has. Um, she's one of the main hosts of Good Morning America. She's got this uh, production company called um, Rock and Robin, and she does something called Thriver Thursday, where they find people that um, went through a difficult time and not only saw themselves through it, but helped other people as well. So she calls them her Thrivers. And her production company reached out to me like almost a year ago. And said, so we would love to feature you. And I was like, okay. Um, but there was no guarantee for any sort of GMA anything because Robin Roberts is, you know, she's her own separate person than Good Morning America. So as you know, they taped everywhere. They taped at my house. They taped my parents. They taped Angela. They taped my friends. They taped my sister. And so as they were putting together kind of like, this is your life, budget, Tiffany to the budgetista, um, they said, okay, okay. Um, Pre-COVID, we used to debut a clip of this Thriver Thursday. It's typically like an eight-minute video. We we typically debut it on GMA, but we're not going to do that because COVID, ain't nobody coming to the studio. You can't come to the studio. And I said, okay. You know what I said to myself? I'm grateful either way. And that's what I told them. I said, I'm grateful either way. And then two weeks before, they said, okay, we think we are going to debut a clip, but no studio for you. And I said, that's fine. I'm grateful either way. And then like maybe like three days before or four days before, the producer was like, Tiffany, I've been telling them, Tiffany is not just like our Thrive for Thursday person. She also is a financial educator. Why don't we have her on to do a segment? Now, if you don't, doing a segment on Good Morning America is like the Emmys. Like there is no bigger platform in the morning. They have the market, they have the largest market share of viewers in the morning for this, like a newscast, I guess what they call them, like 3.5, 3.5 to 4 million people watch every morning. So it's there. there's literally nothing bigger. And so when she said it, I was like, what? Oh, okay. She was like, send me send me a segment that you'd like to do. And I was like, well, maybe ways to thrive during the recession. But I told myself, well, regardless of ha- what happens, I'm grateful. And so it was literally like two days before and it was like, okay, they agreed. I'm like, wait, what? She was like, we're going to do the segment. And I was just like, now okay. the panic attack
0: makes sense. This was all yes. very last minute. Okay. Yes. That's
1: what I was having because I was like, okay, this is good. And I kept telling myself, Tiffany, this is amazing. But at the same time, I was like, you know, because it was, it was, it was twenty kittens, and I was like, okay. And they they were taping. They came to my house. I wasn't going into the studio because safety and COVID. And we taped in the backyard. And so now, I, you know, I've got makeup and I've got, like, thankfully, my sister uh, Tracy, who styles me, had already had some, like, clothes from Rent and Runway. Because if you know me, I'm, like, a slob kebab. So luckily, we had clothes in the house from Rent and Runway so I could look cute. But I was so freaked out. And it wasn't until the producer, um, her name is Danielle. Shout out to Danielle. Like, we, we you, you typically practice your segment, I'm assuming beforehand. And um, I was practicing with her and she was like, okay, Tiffany, I know you're nervous. I was like, yeah, no, I'm just just fine. (laughs) She was like, she said something to me that was just so powerful. And she said, this is your moment. This is, it is a big deal. And it's okay to feel that, but I don't want you to allow your nervousness. She treated nervousness like it was like a person. I don't want you to allow nervousness to mess up your moment. She said, "You can be nervous afterwards. You can throw up afterwards. You can do all that stuff afterwards. I want you to set it aside, and I want you to meet your moment. You have worked so hard. You have put in the time and the effort. You've given so much. You've helped so many people. This is your moment, Tiffany. This is you getting back what you've put in. Meet your moment. When I tell you, it was like the it was like Rocky. I was like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I was about to start singing." Like Yo. <laughs> you know <laughs> you know, what reminds me? <laughs> you know it's okay, so crazy. Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm such a like a, um I'm such a dude because I I was thinking like um um what is that what is that uh the brave heart where he had like the blue face, um Mel Gibson. <laughs> he was like, we ride. That's exactly how I felt. I was like, this is what
0: <laughs> not I mean, Kelly Clarkson like. crying on American Idol, got it, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so so literally I'm sitting in front of the camera. Because the way, and it's so crazy because this is a setup. I used to complain every single Sunday because I would have to tape with my videographer Jermaine, and I would complain that like everybody else gets to have fun Sundays, and I have to tape every Sunday to tape these videos for Dreamcatchers and things like that. But it was the same setup, so I knew exactly where to look. I knew how to woo, and I was thought to myself, "Thank God," for like a, two years of doing this on Sundays with Jermaine because. I know the setup. It's very familiar. I don't have to get used to it. I can look at the camera like it's a person. And literally, I can hear Robin talking about me because you hear her introducing me. You hear my clip playing. So it was like a twofer. It was like, we're talking about Tiffany and all the work she's done at the Budgetnista and helping women. And then Tiffany's coming on to do a segment. So that never happens with Thrive Thursday. They don't have the person also do a segment. And so I, you guys can watch it. I'm trying to think where it where it is. It's also, it's on my IG. It's like a purple background. Like the full segment is on my um IG. So you can go and watch it. But I I I did it. And like afterwards, I certainly wanted to faint. Um, but I was just like, I didn't stutter, I didn't stumble, I I got you it out.
0: amazing. I thought it was pre-taped. No, maybe I that did because less. it was so good,
1: Maddie. When I tell you, literally, I looked at that camera and I said, "I'm putting the." I literally visualized me taking the nervousness out of my body and setting it to the side, and I said, "I'm meeting mm. my moment." And then I picked it up properly after that, and I was like, "I think I'm gonna throw up."
0: So, the mom- the <laughs> moment was like, "Nice to meet you, lady." Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah it just it's so
0: welcome to the next level
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I felt and then after that the level the types of emails that were flooding into my inbox after that it was um, I mean I just can't wait to share with you guys some of the stuff I'm allowed, allowed to say just yet but it just was it, I needed that speech but that's that's what I mean that like I'm really grateful don't get me wrong and I'm like I feel like I'm gonna cry I'm really grateful don't get me wrong but it's just I'm used to the work I'm not used to the reaping you know and so that's what I'm struggling with. Like I I can sew all day. Like, what? Work sewing? Sure. I'm a workhorse. I'll keep going, 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 going. But now it's like I'm not, you know, as much as like with the budgetista, you know, I know I'm on a platform, but I'm not, I'm not really used to and comfortable with the reaping. Like if you give me a compliment, I'm uncomfortable. I you know, I, as much as it seems like I'm not like a background person, I really am. I I like the work. So this happening is just like, wait, what? Okay. So, uh, okay, just tell me what to do, what work to do. Tell me what, how many long hours to do. I'm that's what I've grown accustomed to, and um, I want to break free of that. Like it is okay to
0: enjoy. It's it. okay to
1: enjoy it exactly, and I I don't know how to do that because
0: how I don't can know why you I learn? What's your plan to learn? I
1: figure it I out. I know. I don't know. What, what hope is, is there I do? For the rest? <laughs> I You I'm need to figure it out quick, girl. I know. Because what know have I you been do- doing
0: since Thursday? Working? <laughs> <laughs> have you celebrated? Have you gone? I mean, I know it's COVID times, but I feel like a nice little no. dinner, champagne. No. I mean, I know you literally don't drink, but on some
1: champagne. I've been working on my book on Friday. Like, I woke up Friday morning at seven a.m. and I mm-hmm. worked all day Friday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday because I have to submit my book on Wednesday. I didn't even get. Literally, Thursday was like ha, ha, ha. okay. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, I actually worked more than I usually don't work on the weekends. I actually worked more than I normally do, and I'm like Tiffany that's what I mean like I don't want to look back at 80 and be like you had all these amazing things girl you can't even remember hey, that because you didn't
0: your daddy in a bow tie was on good morning know, America with his telling the world accent. how proud of you he was get out of here girl you need to be
1: celebrated I don't but- even know how to celebrate honestly <laughs> <sighs> I do I know I do therapists and I've been saying this for like two years someone said they were going to help me I'm like whoever that lady is who said she was going to help me find place, please
0: do you want to borrow out- mine her name is Lauren because she and I talk about this all the time. I get very uncomfortable too, but you need to figure out, I mean, you have your own, whatever makes you happiest, but I mean, and it's only going to get, it sounds like it's only going to be more challenging moments of success (laughs) ahead of you. And by challenging, I mean, fun stuff that you have to get used to enjoying. You've got to, I think all of us could get better at that because if not, then like, what was the point (laughs) of all the work? Yeah. You know, the mountaintop, is supposed to be, is there a party up there? Because we're all I trying know. to get there. <laughs> I know, because what's the, imagine if write. we, imagine if you die, you go to heaven and it's just like, <laughs> like a free sample at Costco, like, <laughs> and you're like so you what? want your little weenie on a stick or I what? Know. What <laughs> was know. all of it for? We need yes. to believe in something that's fun, you know, you need yes. to enjoy it.
1: Yeah. And I, 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 I and I want to. And you're right. I I said that. I'm like, Tiffany, you need help learning how to enjoy. And I mean, obviously, there's some fear backed up there that maybe in the enjoyment, it goes away. I've always been like, I was like the kid who, you know, people have like over expectation. I was always like, no, I was low expectation queen. So I can never be disappointed. Like, I'm like, oh, that's okay. I don't need any cupcakes because I'm probably not going to get any anyway. That's okay. Mm. I don't need to celebrate my birthday because you're probably not gonna give me a present anyway. Like that's always been my default, and I'm like, it's such a bad habit. Mm. Um, and so it's it was my middle child, um, like thing. Like, well, you know what? I'll, I'll just take the smaller room because my sister's gonna take the bigger room anyway. And mm. so I want to break that habit, and because I know I can't do it by myself, because it's it's something I cultivated to protect me from being disappointed and hurt. But now it's keeping me from enjoying. What about your
0: unicorn um, squad? You need, they, like, I almost feel like, what if you frame it as, it's not just me celebrating. I get to celebrate the people who helped build this. You know what I mean? Like, what if it's something for you and the unicorn squad? You know, like something that you can celebrate as a whole team.
1: Yeah, and and you're right. And that makes it easier because then it's not just about me. Because we typically, we do like a vacation every year with the unicorn squad and that's like our way to just celebrate each other, but we haven't, you know, COVID. But um. No, I'm going to but I I'm I'm serious. I do want a therapist cuz I want to work through this and I don't take enough time to like like look for myself. Why um, isn't this so first on your
0: to-do list?
1: It is. It needs to be first on my to-do list. Yeah. So because Yeah, so there was somebody who emailed me who said that she would help. And honestly, I I forgot I can't find her email cuz in my pile of emails, but sis, right, reach back out or anybody else. That because I I know I need one ASAP because I want to unlock this I want to and, and the thing is I don't want you to think like damn Tiffany don't enjoy her life I I do like honestly I have an amazing husband I see my niece and my nephew at least every other day I have a great relationship with my sisters my parents and I are finally on a really good like I was like kind of the wild child so we're in a really good space with my mom and my dad so that part of my life the Tiffany part of my life I am enjoying but I don't know how to enjoy the budget to kind of part that's the part I'm struggling with not. Not me as Tiffany, but certainly me as the Budget Nista. I just I just work when it comes to there, but I don't I don't reap when it comes to the budgetista, I just sow. So um yeah, I would love assistance in that. But no, thank you for that, Mindy, because you're right. My friend Evita told me the same thing. She says she's gonna check in with me in a week to see where my progress is. And she's like, Tiffany, I'm not letting this go. You're crying on the phone with me because you're on you were on Government America, you did a good job. You need a <laughs> you need a therapist. <laughs>
0: You need a therapist, and I'm sorry I didn't check in with you this week, and I just thought you were out, like, I don't know. I just thought in your own way you were just no. either taking a big-ass nap and didn't want to be bothered, no. you know, or was celebrating in some shape or fashion. Um,
1: no, I was sitting in a chair it. doing work for, like, 10 chair. hours straight every day. So.
0: <laughs> Five years, you think I wouldn't know by now. I know. Um, well, I'm so proud of you, and you. you did them. I mean, you did exceptionally. Oh, exceptionally. thanks, You know, and I want this for myself and every other woman because I think it's something that we all—it's universal. You you put your head down, you work so hard, and when you get there, it's like the adrenaline is still pumping, the fight or flight is still there, and you haven't really let it sink in yet. Um, Well, I know you'll get there. Like everything else, you will figure this out and have a party. Buy yourself something nice. I don't know. Book a vacation for next year. (laughs) Tell the universe. You tell the unicorn squad to come up with their own crazy ideas. How should we celebrate? Yes, and then just right. pick the one that sounds the best. There's got to be something fun. Come
1: on, hot air balloon ride. I don't know. Ooh, that would be. Honestly, I do want to go on a hot air balloon ride. South Jersey <laughs> has like, because I, I mean, I've been on one in uh, um, Albuquerque, New Mexico. No, that sounds stressful. No, no, hell no. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> you don't like hugs.
0: You like massages? I, don't know. I do like
1: massages. <laughs> I don't like hugs. I don't like hugs.
0: It's just a little uncomfortable. <laughs> A nice <laughs> massage. Yeah. Just do the whole birthday weekend again with Superman. Do something nice. Yeah, okay? that was
1: awesome. My birthday weekend. But yeah, no, but thank you for that, Manja, because you're right. I know I'm gonna get so many um ads on Insta. It's for t- t- like tweets like Tiffany, girl, I'm gonna shake you. It's okay. I <laughs> welcome it from our, our BA cousins. I it's I like being confronted and shaken up and being like, girl, we're not gonna let you pretend like ain't nothing happened. Yes. And <laughs> so I welcome your tweets. And but I honestly I'm I'm being honest. Like if you I know there's like black girl, um But honestly, keep me accountable because I will get lazy with my own self. Like, honestly, Mandy, and even like listeners, like finding a therapist. I've been talking about it for like two, maybe five years because Mm -hmm. we've been doing BA for how long? And I don't want to be lazy about myself um,
0: anymore. Put yourself first is what Mm -hmm. my psychiatrist told me when I was calling her from the laundry room floor in my Um. house on Friday. (laughs) Put yourself first. Top of the to-do list. Um, But congrats. It was amazing. You looked beautiful. Sounded amazing. Your story is amazing. Ah.
1: It's moments like this. <laughs> 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 okay. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, this is Barton. That's what's going on in my head. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile um, wrong movie, but you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I got to get upstairs to my angry husband and <laughs> adorable child
1: I was gonna say and happy baby <laughs> I love Rio he's so cute he's so
0: cute I know let me go those squeeze him those cheeks and
1: that hair I'm like I can't <laughs>
0: yeah. all right Tiff have a good rest of your night go figure out how you're gonna celebrate okay all right thank you that.